listening to The Dog Mom Show. Finish up that Amazon order, throw your hair in a bun, and cuddle up next to your dog. Welcome to The Dog Mom Show, the weekly podcast talking to dog moms, industry experts, and dog influencers, sharing advice and insights to help you be the best dog mom ever. Also, don't forget you can follow us on Instagram at The Dog Mom Show and check out our website, thedogmomshow.com. I have had a dog my entire life. I've had labs, I've had golden retrievers, I've had mutts, I've had Rottweilers, I've had a pit bull. I currently own three English bulldogs. You know, my, my kids are now grown, they're out of the house. So yeah, I became that person, you know, that where all of a sudden my dogs are my children. But it kind of really got started when I got my very first English Bulldog in 2016, which we're going to tell you about that here in a little bit, because it's kind of a fun story. You know, I also do social media for a living. I'm in marketing. And so when you combine social media with dogs, I think you kind of it's like a perfect storm for the crazy dog mom. So I got this I got this puppy in 2016 for Christmas. And, you know, of course, I'm posting pictures on Facebook and everything like that. And I didn't want to like drive everybody crazy. So I started an Instagram page that actually took off, blew up. Then we moved over into TikTok that blew up. And so now he's like a full fledged influencer. Dude, the bulldog. Go check him out. But with that and I had this access to this huge dog mom community and dog dads, right? And, you know, we were all sharing information, anything from the health and well-being of their dog to what's the greatest toy out there to social media questions, you know, like if you're wanting to be an influencer. And anyway, there's so much information out there to be shared, but also questions. And sometimes if I can help, I'd like to give that information. But more more often than not, I'm out there asking for information and, and trying to learn, you know, the best tips and tricks that are out there. So I thought, why don't we create a podcast where we can every week have an industry expert, a veterinarian, maybe you're into raw feeding, whatever it is. Um, I, I want you as a guest. So I hope you will join us for this journey, share your knowledge, also maybe learn something. And we'd love to hear from you. So don't forget to check us out on Instagram at the dog mom show. All right. I thought it would be great for you to meet the guy who you know, basically made me the crazy dog mom that I am. So uh, but I'm going to introduce you to my husband, Glenn Gunter. Welcome. Long First. time since I've seen you. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you for being my guest. I'm excited about this. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, thank you again for having me on, Merv. You've uh, been a wonderful host so far. Did you call me Merv? Merv Griffin, right? Oh. This is the Merv Griffin show, right? Okay, I'm, I'm going to be editing for days. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Okay. So you were responsible for making me the crazy dog mom that I am. And that's because you introduced me to the English bulldog, which I've had dogs my whole life, but I'd never had a bulldog before. And you grew up with them. And you gave me an English bulldog puppy for Christmas, surprised me on Christmas morning in 2016. Now, give a little bit of insight into why you think bulldogs are so great, but also give them a little bit of the backstory of the Christmas present. My dad loved bulldogs. Now, his story's better than my story. I love bulldogs just because I was raised around them and got to know them. Uh, but his was a terror, a story in terror 
he was scared to death of a bulldog that tried to attack him. According to him, on his way back from home from school one day, he was about six years old and he was walking along and there was this bulldog that was behind the fence that was always growling and barking uh, behind a, a kind of a small picket fence. And one day when he was going by, the dog got out and he was terrified and he ran and he didn't run fast enough and the dog knocked him over and he rolled over and the dog jumped on his chest and just started licking him <laughs> oh my gosh and so he wasn't vicious at all whatsoever he just jumped on top no. of him and started licking him but it stuck in my pop's memory forever until the time when he was almost 50 years old when my mom got him one because he always told the story and mom got him one as a surprise birthday gift really i did not know this how do i not know this because i like to keep our the spice in our marriage alive <laughs> i had no idea okay well that's that's awesome so what was the this bulldog's name his name uh, for a bulldog, we called him Taurus Canine. And I like it. Yes, like Taurus Canine. And he had a girlfriend that I bought later to so we could raise a few puppies called Tara. Tara and Taurus. Tara and Taurus. I, I, that did not get at all confused, I'm, I would imagine, and that nobody ever messed those names up. No, they seemed to be good with it. They didn't care. Okay. So then you were inspired, I guess, right, to bring bulldogs into my life and you surprised no. me no <laughs> no no not really i didn't want to bring them. I was good we had a, we have a dog her name was lucy and she was amazing she was she was a golden retriever we loved her to death so then what okay then i'm now i'm actually confused now okay. we need to go back a little in history based on the correct memory of a loving husband who will gently guide you into a recur a remembrance bringing up those thoughts of what once was <laughs> I'm so confused right now. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> so, as you might recall, I mentioned that the cutest, most adorable puppy on the planet was, in fact, bulldogs. I mean, they're a good dog, but they make there is no puppy cuter than them. Bulldog puppies are particularly adorable. And so then we started, you know, I started sharing some bulldog puppy videos that we find on YouTube or wherever. And then we started watching them together. And you started looking at some and started thinking, wow, these guys are awesome and adorable. And they are so cute. And you felt more and more and more in love. And then we said, well, let's just go out and look at a few someday. So you went and met some in person. And then you really felt more deeply in love with them. And yep. I reminded you that they're stupid expensive. So... <laughs> We, we did sure. it anyway. We went ahead and kept meeting and looking at things. And I promised you that someday we would and we might. And we'll put together some savings. And this went on for a while. I mean, I, I, yes. it got to the point where it kind of swapped. So he was showing me puppies, you know, pictures and video. And then to the point where I was showing him pictures and videos of bulldog puppies. And then one day, Christmas morning comes around. And like he had said, we had been going around and looking at different puppies she seemed discouraged at this point yeah i would not pick them because they all sucked yes he was extremely picky as he should be but you know i just i wanted the puppy there are a lot and of bulldogs out there but there are a few bulldog people that are responsible and know how to breed for the better quality and characteristics and carry them through so christmas morning comes around and all of a sudden he's 
like oh it, we had like six inches of snow on the ground and he you're, you're just like well i need to go get some salt for the driveway i'm like where it's christmas day like where are you gonna go get some salt i don't know i'll figure it out so he leaves comes back 45 minutes later and had uh, i had asked him to bring in uh the suitcase in the garage that had like our snow gear and stuff like that in it because we were going to go sledding so he brings in the suitcase when he returns opens up the suitcase and out pops this gorgeous puppy and i just start like screaming and crying and like we should have had this whole thing on camera but that didn't happen and it was like the greatest day ever yes it was you're so enthusiastic i guess because that was the beginning of the end right <laughs> yeah at that point i started having to you know relocate my sleeping accommodations and it all went downhill from there <laughs> i i did i became a little bit uh obsessed for sure because uh you know then then came the instagram account for the for the puppy and uh, eventually TikTok, and then it just became like this whole thing and a little bit obsessed and then came the second bulldog and most recently the third bulldog and we we also started breeding as well so anyway it just kind of became uh we this is a bulldog house for sure yeah movie night sucks there is no room <laughs> on the couch <laughs> Okay, so here's what I want to know. Um, you and I, we've been married 17 years. We've had several dogs together, and you always seem to pick the best dogs. And you had mentioned how you were super picky about picking our bulldog. And what what would somebody need to look for? What would you suggest if somebody was searching for a dog, a puppy? What would you suggest that they look for? in a dog it's critical when looking for a pet that you do find the traits that you are particularly looking for for yourself as well as for your family you want to match up as much as possible uh, the personality of the breed as well as the personality of the individual pet that's Let's a really good point because a lot of people well, you know, maybe they have a really active lifestyle, but they've got like a lazy dog or maybe, you know, they're not the opposite where they're pretty lazy, but then they go and get like a really high strung dog and then it just doesn't match up. A great example would be somebody who get all excited and see another breed like, say, uh, I mean, not to pick on any other dog, but the high, high energy dogs like a Dalmatian or a Cocker Spaniel or some other dog that wants to run and hunt and, and get out there like a beagle and take off. They want to go and do stuff. Um, and they want to go far, follow their nose, follow their scent, and just get after it. If that's the type of dog that you can work with, if you're into hunting or running or getting out there, then that's the dog for you uh, as far as the breed goes. So first, find the breed. Do your own research, look online, do some studies, read some books uh, that help you find the breed that best matches your particular or your family's needs okay so if you're picking out a puppy for yourself or even what you know suggestions that you would have to pick out a puppy even for other people um what are some things that you would look for some of the things that you would like test for to make sure you're getting a good puppy one that's not scared and then even like health issues if you can you know touch on that sure. a little bit all right the first test is how do they react to you when you show up are they happy to see you? Are they crawling around biting on your shoelaces and generally playful? Or are they nervous and anxious and hiding? Um, okay. Just check the litter first for that. That's just see how they behave amongst themselves. Next uh, one you've seen me do, I always do, is I take the puppy, put it on its back and swaddle it like a baby. Kind of put my hand on his chest, rub him and look him in the eyes and see if they accept that that's okay. 
uh, if they can deal with so that. So if they're squirming and things like that, then they might be a little bit nervous or something. Um, if the puppy will let you do that and, and stay calm, you know that you'll actually probably be able to train that puppy a little bit better, at least in my opinion, and, and it'll be and it'll be more accepting of what you do for it. Whereas the ones that kind of squirm and are a little more resistant are a little more independent minded. Doesn't mean anything horrible, just means they're going to want to do their own thing a little bit more so. But that's my first or I guess second test after I walk in. Okay. Uh, next, uh, might drop a set of keys or something or uh, some noise and generally make a noise or something and see how they react. Uh, if they're scared and cowering or, or completely losing their ever-loving mind, um, probably want to stay away from those myself. I'm looking for someone who's curious. So what about like health-wise? Like what is something you should look for in a puppy? Now, obviously you're not a vet, but just anything that kind of stands out maybe that would be a red flag. Every breed has its own confirmation and issues that you look forward to just kind of resolving and looking at. Uh, they have different head shapes, coats, um, fur, their eyes, infections. Uh, you kind of you kind of got to look for everything. Just give them a once over and look. Uh, best take them to a vet and make sure that you uh, have an agreement with the people you're buying that you get to return the puppy if it doesn't pass a vet pass your vet's test. So what you're they, saying is that like if. I, I commit to buying this dog. I pick him up at eight weeks old or whatever. And then I can arrange with that breeder to take him to my vet and get the my vet to, ch to sign off on him. And then he's okay. And if he's not okay, there should be an agreement in place to be able to send him back, essentially. Is that mm -hmm. what you're saying? Yes, exactly so. All right, well, Glenn... Thank you very much for your time. This has really been interesting. And, I, you know, I just want to point it out because you really are so good at picking the best dogs. And uh, you, my dear husband, are quite the expert in my humble opinion. So thanks for being here. And we look forward to the next time with you. Can I just say thank you very much for letting me come on your show and not hitting me with a knife or a stick or a dog toy? You are welcome. Don't forget to check us out on the web at thedogmomshow.com and on Instagram at thedogmomshow. Thanks for listening, and hey, give your dog a hug for me. Bye.